Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Welcome to episode 267 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Welcome back to a somewhat regular episode. Oh, I was going to say a very special episode of the Runny Drink Podcast. It's been a minute since we have... In our regular format. Yes. Yeah, we've had some we've had some interview episodes. And, we, and they've been great. They really have. I thought it was just a great idea that you had to to incorporate those, and we're hoping to continue those. Yes, uh, I love as we go forward. Everything that will like the rise and shout out to the rise and run crew, the will run for crew, Kevin Gwynn of the Extra Mile Podcast and Extra Mile Podcast Galloway Edition. Galloway isn't the man who just introduced the show. Exactly. So for that, and then for our special series for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, just having some of our fellow ambassadors just say. Everything that we know and feel about the Donna Marathon weekend. Yeah. And as we are now into November officially, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month has come to an end, but you are going to continue to hear us talk about the Donna Marathon weekend in the coming weeks and months. We want to thank them for coming on the show, helping us out, mm-hmm. helping us get the word out, and hopefully get some people registered for what I think is one of the most amazing race weekends you can ask for. Oh, yes. But on this very special but somewhat regularly formatted episode of the exactly. show. Exactly. Uh, you this, know what I meant. This week, we are going to be talking running, eating, and drinking. And uh, yeah. not all of us got to participate in all three aspects of that. I did not run this week. Some of us were busy getting promoted. Yeah, yeah. I had a little little something going on at work. But and I, I can't blame blame it all on that. I'm still having the the issue with my left Achilles. Mm. It's not awesome, but I think that I'm gonna be back in I'm gonna be back in running shape for the following episode, so 268, so stay tuned for that. But uh, Amy was able to get out and do a holiday run this past weekend for Veterans Day. 
Yes, and we want to give a shout out to all of our veterans in the Runcation Nation and say thank you, which is why we had a veteran himself, America's coach, our coach, Jeff Galloway, introduce the episode. Yes, so today we will be recapping the midpoint matters, the whole, like I can really do it. Hang on. The Midpoint Madness. We'll correct it in post. Veterans Day 5K. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Broadcast professionals, Professional everyone. Professional right here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and this is, we're, we're going to we'll have a lot to say about that one, or at least you'll have a lot to say about that one. And then we're going to feature a local establishment that we've had on the show. I want to say we've had on the show once before. Am I Am I right? I don't think we I am if we, we haven't keep, I'm shocked. We keep talking about it and I think this is the first I know this is the first time that we featured their brunch menu. I think it's yes. the first time that we featured them. We talk about them all the time though. We do. And this this is a, talk about a, doing it. a local place for both food and beverage so on this excited. week's episode and I can't wait to tell you all about them. But before we get into all of that, uh-huh. you were able to find us some shout outs. I did. I know that there have been a lot of shout outs over the last few weeks and episodes that we have written in the show notes and we have published on our social media posts for those shows, those special edition shows. Yes. But we do have some shout outs this week. We received an email from Judy Gerber and it was for her, her sister-in-law, Linda. Or Lindy, we know her as. We know who her is as Lindy. Also a supporter of our show over there on Buy Me a Coffee. And Judy's shout out said, uh, a shout out to my sister-in-law, Linda Myers, doing her first half marathon at Wine and Dine this weekend. And then she had the emoji that was like, you know, when you make a, a muscle showing with your, your arms, showing your muscles. Yeah. And so we just want to say, way to go, Linda. We'll be cheering you on. We cheered you on virtually as you got a PR. Yeah, that's amazing to get, you know, to to do your first. I mean, to do your first at Disney, you know, and you may have trained up Mm -hmm. to and over that distance and then get there and rock it and get your PR. That's, That's awesome. It's great. And Dean did the challenge. And so congratulations mm-hmm. to Dean, but also we know that Judy had some challenges herself and we know all too well the experience of going to Disney, being trained, hoping for the best, but you never know when you wake up on race day, what you'll face. Yeah. And we just want to let you know that the comeback Judy is so much sweeter than the setback. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, you know, anytime you have, have something happen beyond your control, whether it's illness, injury, equipment failure, yes. you name it, 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 it sucks. But yeah, that is just setting you up for, like you said, it's kind of like yeah. the, the, the springboard effect, you know, very, I very much remember being picked up right outside of Hollywood Studios. We've done live streams out there after that happened. Oh, to this day, like that, getting past that point Mm. at Disney for me is kind of, mentally, I know that they can pick you up anywhere on a Disney course. Yes. 
However, getting past that point is a, that's a big milestone. It's a mental milestone for me. For sure. A, a huge one. And I, I go back to that race often. And then I think about the following year when we came back and you let me run ahead and you let me run my own race. And then you had video of yourself as you caught up to me on the boardwalk and talked about how proud you were. And I know that Dean and is just that kind of husband also. And I know Lindy would be there just supporting and encouraging whatever your half marathon comeback will be, Judy. And we can't wait to hear all about it. Absolutely. We also want to say congratulations to Babs D. Girolamo. Yes. See, I got it. For coming back from injury and completing two Spartan races. Yes. And she put a post up they they were in in honor of somebody that she knows and she is getting ready for honolulu in a few weeks and she says i may be on the course all day but hey you're gonna do it and being out there is so much but what i speaking of isn't there a post or some kind of image on social media that is a, a, a dnf is better than a DNS. Well, there's tons of running memes that talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I just, I want to say you're going to be out there. I, we're going to be supporting you virtually. We can't wait to get to Hawaii Ooh, and yeah. run there. That seems like it would be beautiful and amazing. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm going to be on the race course for a long time Whoa. in Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Oh no, tropical drinks await me. Exactly. What? Exactly right. Keep that thought yes. process going there. And, and before we end the shout outs, I didn't put this in the notes. I just want to say congratulations to my co host who was promoted to deputy chief this past week. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations Thank you. on Thank your you. almost 30 year career of hard work dedication and public service and i love you and i'm proud of you and uh, the rest of the runcation nation i know celebrates along with me thank you um if you would like a shout out for you or someone else you love on the show email us at info at runeatdrink.net that's info at runeatdrink.net or give us a call and leave us a message at 941-677-2733 that's 941-677 2733. Let's talk running. Let's talk running. You're going to talk running because I didn't run. What? You're not going to talk at all? I mean, I'll talk some, but, and I, I mean, Come on. I, I, I didn't run this race, mm -mm. but I've run a race in that area. So I could talk a little bit about the terrain, you know, that type of thing, but you're going to have all the inside information here. Amy, Woke up and was like, I'm going to go do the the Midpoint Madness Veterans Day 5K, which was sponsored by the Fort Myers YMCA. Yes. And this, tell everybody a little bit about your experience with this, because uh -huh. there are Veterans Day 5Ks all over the country. Sure. This is the type of race where you may not initially be inclined to travel to travel the country for a Veterans Day 5K. However, sure. many people, holiday weekend, you're traveling, you're coming down to Southwest Florida, you're going to do some vacationing. Hey, while I'm here, let me get a 5K in. 
School holidays, government holidays. Exactly. And what a great event it turned out to be. Fill us in. We And I want to say that normally Veterans Day is observed on different days of the week. Yeah, it had me uh, all messed up being observed on Friday here. Right. Uh, but the race was actually run on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now, in years past, I want to say that when Veterans Day has been actually an official holiday throughout the week, like a Thursday, etc., they have shut down one of our main thoroughfares, which is the Veterans, the Midpoint Bridge. Yeah, Cape Coral, where we live, is adjacent to Fort Myers. Fort Myers is on the kind of the mainland of Florida. Mm-hmm. Cape Coral is a peninsula, and there's a river that separates us from from Fort Myers. So Cape Coral has two main bridges coming into it. That's the midpoint, Mm -hmm. which is where you ran. And then we also have the South Cape Coral bridge as well. And the South bridge has been used for July July 4th 4th of 4th of July races. Right. This one has been run, I think at night as well as in the morning. And this was a morning edition of this race. Okay. So I registration I registered online. It all the proceeds there are supporting the YMCA and honoring veterans. Very nice. And we had they had age group awards, they had overall winners, they had masters winners in both just general categories and veterans categories. Oh cool. Okay. And their shirts were kind of a lightish blue for anybody that wasn't a veteran, but then was an army kind of green. Oh, neat. For anyone who was a veteran that registered for the race. And veterans also received a discount on the race registration. So what they do is shut this bridge down, going both ways, and... It was maybe registration started six registration packet pickup six thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and it's and it was hosted in a parking lot at the Broadway Palm Dinner Theater, and that's just outside of Cape Coral on the other side of the bridge in Fort Myers. So the race actually did start in Fort Myers, okay, and at the top of at the top of an overpass. Leading to the bridge. Okay. Registration happened in a parking lot, so there was plenty of parking. Plenty of time to drop off. If you picked up and did your packet pick up the day of, Mm -hmm. you could drop off your shirt. There were lots and lots of people who were warming up in the parking lot. And I, which I think is a first, was one of them. Because I have recently... And I know I'm not just going to talk about this race. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to ask you about your training updates and our upcoming race calendar and things like that. But I have recently signed up again to do e-coaching with Jeff Galloway. Okay. And he's made the programs uh, somewhat more robust with a hub and some interaction like an online hub Mm -hmm. okay yes where you can introduce yourself you can post about your runs you can't he interacts with you but also fellow e-coachers some people who do customized training and then they'll do online chats periodically 
with Q&A, and he was actually collecting topics from some of us for what would you like to see. And I talked about, well, let us know about running behind in a long run, (laughs) because it seems like I'm a little behind for our training schedules. But so I, I signed up for that, and he immediately sent me. He's He is on it. When you sign up, you fill out his questionnaire, he gets you that training. And I said, the first one up for us is the Disneyland Dumbo Double Dare Challenge in January. It was just fast approaching when you think about it. And he said, do four and a half miles. So I was one in the parking lot at this Veterans Day 5K, this Midpoint Madness race, where I picked up my packet early and then I started walking the parking lot, the rows of the parking mm-hmm. lot to make up a mile and a half before I did the 5K. Okay. And there's a new gym there also, the Omni. Mm-hmm. And I just want to shout out the Omni. They're, I think they're still putting together and they're not quite open yet. There was some construction still because they went and they sought us out toilet paper. There were porta johns. There were uh, porta potties in the right. parking lot that they had set up. And that was great. When the line was long, the staff from Omni that was out there kind of letting everybody know about their location that was going to be opening said, hey, we're, we're you can come in and you can use the restroom here inside. And they went and chased it down. That's very nice. Toilet paper. And so that was good so that we didn't have to wait in a super long line. And then we had a nice national anthem and we made the ascent to the start. At the top of this overpass. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, it, when yeah. you come off this bridge into Fort Myers, you're, you're, there's a little overpass. Like, you come down to the bottom of the bridge, and there's a little overpass. I mean, there's little when you drive it. Well, when you drive it. When you drive it, when yeah. When you drive it. But it, it's just this tiny overpass that takes you over, what's the, McGregor Boulevard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Which is where like the Edison home is. If you're the Edison Ford like, Winter Estates land, landmarks and yeah, yes, beautiful water views, very upscale housing, just beautiful classic old coastal days old brewing. Day and coastal days brewing. Shout out to Alex. Mm-mm-mm. Can't wait to get back there. But so we we started at the top of the overpass and. It was a warm day, I would say, mm-hmm. but not as warm and humid as, say, a Fourth of July over on the South Bridge. We were lucky in that regard, and some of and there was an actual if you were hugging the outer lanes, because when you run, walk, run, then you'll you. I was raising my hand and doing a little bit of running and then a little bit of walking. When you hug the outer bands of the bridge, you get a little breeze off the water, which was delightful. <laughs> there were people who were running with flags. There were people who were running with cute dogs. There was a little yellow golden retriever and, and yellow lab and, and just so cute. And then there was the, the big ascent and, and descent. And we didn't really go into the Cape Coral side of the bridge. We didn't even leave the water, the turnaround. That bridge must be longer than the other bridge that we 
normally run for a 4th of July race. It's longer than Southbridge. Mm-hmm. I, be- I believe you're correct. Because we came up and down. We didn't quite go into Cape Coral. We just turned around and then went up and down mm-hmm. and did the overpass, it, the little teeny overpass. You call it the small one. <clears throat> and, and then into the finish, then there was you know, an archway set up right there outside of not, it was directly on the road outside of the parking lot at Broadway Palm. It, and, and people were so friendly and it was just one side of the bridge that was used. And then the other side was used for EMS and emergency personnel, police officers to sheriff's office to monitor. Mm Mm-hmm are the runners. And that was good because I think that somebody went out way too fast, way too fast. And coming back when I was almost to mile one and headed on the big incline, there was somebody who was not feeling well over the side of the very top of the bridge. Mm. Yeah. We've seen that a couple of times on bridge runs um, yeah. where where runners, I think, maybe underestimated that the, the length of the incline and the intensity. And, it was. Uh, yeah. I, I really felt for her. And there was one water stop that was used both out and back okay. in the middle, in the midst of the whole race. So that was good. So would you say that the on-course support was adequate? Uh, for a 5K. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the people were, the volunteers were great, clapping, saying, and they were playing music from the car that they had set up the table from. So it was, it was a kind of nice way when you got to the midpoint of the race to get some refreshment, get some music, hear some cheering. It Mm -hmm. was very, yeah, it was good. And uh, they had... EMS come out for somebody, I think, who had either heat sickness or an, or an injury mm. as well as I when I was headed back. During the time I was taking the photo of the mile one marker, because there were mile markers, and I had a woman approach me from behind and go, oh, were you at the Tunnel to Towers 5K at uh, F- uh, Florida Southwestern University's campus, and I said, "Yeah," and she said, "Oh, yeah, you were you were kind of like my uh, you were my pacer. Anytime I would I was behind you, and I saw you kind of go into a running interval, I was oh, maybe I need to speed up. So we were kind of going back and forth every time that I was running and walking and running and walking mm-hmm. for a while." And she was she was ahead of me for a little bit, and then I finished just slightly ahead of her. And just such a nice, nice, nice lady. Shout out to Trish. And uh, shout out to everybody who was there who was, you know, when you have a little bit of a run-walk-run interval where you kind of alternate with a certain set of people, and they are like, you're doing it, you're yeah. doing it. It's great. Some people were out there doing ruck run. And I said, more power to you. I just trying to take the weight off, not put it back on. So (laughs) just skipping that. And, and then there were, you know, age group medals and, but there were, there were not finisher medals at this one. Oh, okay. But there were bananas, granola bars, water afterwards. So they had a nice post-race run, quote unquote, runner's box. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't really a box. It was just kind of come and grab from different tables. Mm Mm-hmm. So 
It was it was a nice one. I would love to see that one at night. Oh, I'm sure that would be great. I mean, it's it's a beautiful uh, bridge to drive. Mm-hmm. You get a great view of either Cape Coral or Fort Myers as you're you know depending on which direction you're going. And it was beautiful. The we Caloosahatchee's had some... you know beautiful with boats out on it. Yeah, we had some boaters out there. So for the holiday weekend, which was nice. That's good. Cheering. And at the end, I mean, did they do like entertainment? Was there anything like that? Or was it there was pretty just, much get your free banana and go? Uh, get your free banana, do the age group awards, and just say thank you to all the veterans. Very cool. So that was good. And I was taking some, some, some of the veterans were taking photos, and I offered to take some photos of them uh, as they were together. And it was just, it was just a really nice kind of local race to do. And just tack on a mile and a half to make my my training run. And I did I did a combination of intervals. I warmed up for the first ten minutes just walking. Mm-hmm. And then I did a five fifty-five and then a five thirty and then three twenty. Which is something I haven't done before. Three twenty. Three twenty. I haven't done before. When I was struggling a little bit with my IT band once, Jeff sent me that interval, and hmm. I and I've been kind of coming back from some of that uh, after PT and and kind of you know the therapies would be unhappy with me not keeping up with my exercises, mm-hmm. but. So I've been trying to combat that, and I thought, let me try the 320 that he sent to me that time ago. And it was actually uh, a bit of a challenge there at the end with coming down and and with the hills, just hills. But I finished in under an hour, which was great for me. Very nice. Yeah. Under 55 minutes. That was very, very, that was a good time. So I I was happy with it, given that we've had scheduling challenges, I would say, in, in terms of just making sure that family is taken care of mm-hmm. and that we're taking care of my dad during his next course of treatment with his recurrence of cancer. So that, so that felt pretty good to actually have that in under an hour and pick up with training. So all in all, I I would like to see that course at night. Like I said, I would do it again. And and you say your challenge is please. Yeah, I've I've got some some I don't know if it's a bone spur, mm. you know, where the Achilles meets the heel or or something, but I got something going on there. Mm-hmm. It's gotten better. I've been treating that Working on flexibility, other strength training, laying off the running, and then just solidly walking. walking. That seems to have helped. Mm-hmm. I know for our next race coming up next week, as we're recording this, I'll be do, or I should say, this coming weekend as we're mm. recording this, I'll mm. be doing intervals. Yeah, at that point and seeing how it feels. But yeah, so that's really been my, my training updates. I haven't been doing a whole lot. I don't have a lot of distance under my belt. So I'm even more behind than you were when you were talking with Jeff about setting it up, but mm-hmm. you know, I'll get, uh, I'll get there. Yeah. And we don't have a really daunting distance to tackle until Disneyland. 
Right. And so we have some time to make up some ground and do it safely, increase distance safely, as as Jeff always talks about. Because if you because if you increase your distance from one long run to the next more than I think he says ten percent, then it could be potential for I, you know, like heat sickness out where we are when it gets really warm or injury. Exactly. So that's, I'm just, we've got Disneyland on the horizon and it's the return of the races out there. So I know that's going to be like highly charged, very exciting weekend for us. And then we've got Donna, of course, and a return to Jeff's race coming exactly. in March. So we've got a lot to train safely for. Absolutely. But now that the running is done, <laughs> you worked up an appetite. Oh, I did. Came home, was like, it's time to go get some food. Yes. And you worked up an appetite cheering me on virtually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I did. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to go try the brunch offering at this place. This local restaurant that we're, we're going to talk about is called 1025. Yes. Where does that name come from? That's their address. Okay. And I should say that's their address at the Cape Coral location. Okay. However, they actually have two locations here. They have one in in Cape Coral, right near the the city centrum. Then they also have one in downtown Fort Myers. But uh, 1025 is, is, you know, craft beer, craft cocktails, and absolutely fantastic food. And we're mm. going to talk about both food and beverage offerings. Oh, and yes. <clears throat> we were going there post-race, mm-hmm. but uh, in the mood for brunch. Yes. I and, and their menu was, it looked so good and it was so hard to choose. They, they had something called the Blue Crab Avocado Benny and a chicken and donuts offering, a smashed tot skillet. Fried peanut butter French toast, country fried ham steak, and, uh, of course, the green eggs and ham bagel, which I'm going to talk about. But you Mm. went for the chicken and donuts. On the recommendation of our server at the bar. Sebastian. Yes. Yes. Chicken and donuts. So I went for chicken and donuts, buttermilk fried chicken, maple caramel, white chocolate. Churro donuts. Ugh. Served over sweet potato fries and dusted with cinnamon sugar. Yes. So this thing comes out and it's a tower. It is a tower. Uh, and like in layers. So the fries are on the bottom. The sweet potato fries are on the bottom with with a kind of drizzle, a little bit of drizzle. And then a knife is through the center of it. Mm-hmm. And it's alternating the donut and the chicken and the donut and the chicken and the chicken is uh, boneless and it was just, it was uh, chicken breast. It seemed to me. And the breading was super light and crunchy and just almost like a dusting. So you got the savory dusting of the chicken and then the very airy, light, and fluffy donut with the cinnamon sugar. The donuts looked like crullers, but they were 
cinnamon sugar as opposed to like a glazed. Mm-hmm. And they were just really airy and light. And then the chicken was meaty and crunchy and perfectly cooked. And it was just, it was almost like you didn't really even need this, the sweet potato fries. And they were just kind of there as a bed because the whole thing came in a skillet, like mm-hmm. a little mini skillet. And it was just, I'm not ashamed that I had all the chicken and all the donuts. <laughs> I might have left the sweet potato fries. Yeah, you were even saying, you're like, I don't know that these are necessary. Not necessarily. I understand aesthetically, like, to have a bed to launch it from. Sure. But, oh, so, it was the perfect marriage of sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I mean, it was really hard not to get a super sweet dish like the fried peanut butter and jelly French toast uh, or to get the super savory, just country fried ham steak. No, you split the difference. I split the difference and I'm not sorry. I don't blame you. Not sorry. It was the the bite you let me have. Very, very good. How was yours? <clears throat> I went for something a little more traditional. Like I, I you know, I said I, I did the green eggs and ham bagel. And yes, I'm a Dr. Seuss fan. However, <laughs> I, I'm also a pesto fan. And these green eggs and ham are they call it that because it is rosemary pesto scrambled eggs, country fried tasso ham steak. American cheese on a toasted everything bagel served with breakfast potatoes or fruit. And I went for the breakfast potatoes because if you're going to do carbs, do carbs. The rosemary pesto was fantastic. The eggs were fluffy. The country fried tasso ham steak, really interesting. You know, I've, it's not like, like you bite into it and pull and then you pulls it out of the the bagel. It was nice and good. Nice and tender, yeah. not too salty. I was worried about it. A w- little worried about it when when I ordered. I'm like, mm, we'll see, we'll see how that's going to go. And I'm glad they went with the tasso ham instead of a country ham. Well, a country ham is typically saltier, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that worked out really, really well. And American cheese, I think, is just perfect for for anything where you want to melt the cheese. It's a, mm. it's a, you know, it's yeah. a, a great melty style cheese. Everything bagel. It's it's the best bagel for breakfast sandwiches. Period. And that spice is showing up in lots of different places. Like people will just sell yes. a- everything bagel spice on mm-hmm. everything. It's like a thing. And then they did perfect, you know, <clears throat> breakfast potatoes, nice and crispy. Just it was a perfect brunch sandwich. Mm, and it didn't seem to fall apart. And the the bite that you gave me is just like. The the scrambled egg, the ham, the it's just mm. yeah. They didn't over overdo yeah. it with the and rosemary is one of those spices. A little goes a long way. Sure, you're you're not wanting to overshadow anything, and I think all the components of the sandwich really blended very nicely together. For fourteen ninety nine for the for the green eggs and ham bagel, you could not go wrong, and yours. Came in at fifteen ninety nine. Yours was enormous as in terms of serving size and yeah. presentation and flavor. And if you like churros, you'll like these donuts because they're very much like How churros. How could you not? Oh, <laughs> I mean, it made us kind of thirsty though, right? When you're having that kind of meal, you got to have something to wash it down. And 
you know, we had the option. We could have gone anywhere. However, when you're at a place like 1025 and whether you're at the Cape Coral location, which opened a, they, they started out with craft beer mm-hmm. and then they opened a craft cocktail side of the house. They kind of expanded and, and have this separate little area for I'd cocktails. I love that. It's totally a different feel, kind of like a speakeasy type feel. Kind of, yeah. In that space. And then the Fort Myers location has theirs upstairs. You, it just depends on which one you're at. But they offered you every option at mm. brunch. So you could, oh. do, you could do beers. You could do cocktails. We actually, I think that we ended up actually starting with beer and then deciding to have a cocktail or two. <laughs> or two. I mean. Yeah. And they have their their tap selections for beers rotate all the time. So whatever we might tell you about beers are going to be different the next time you go in. That's true. Check them out online. They'll It's a good mix you know. of local and then some staples that you can have across the country. Yes. So. 100%. But they they had a great selection. Yes. But uh, their cocktail game is <laughs> absolutely on point and we each had two to try. I mean, it's November. It's fall. It's my favorite time of year, as you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just celebrated your birthday. As we record this, it's my mom's birthday. Later on this month, it'll be Thanksgiving and and my birthday. I always love the fall for celebration, but also because that's when Florida can participate in just one day of a cold front. (laughs) Something. Not yet. But Hopefully. you can try to manifest it with some of these cocktails. Like sweater weather. Yes. Which is what I ordered. Uh, it has rum. What is it? Uh, bamboo rum. Mm-hmm. Plantation overproof St. George spiced pear liqueur. Uh, Disserano simple. Disserano amaretto. <clears throat> yes. And simple. Uh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> And black walnut bitters. I would say, and it's garnished with a dried banana. That yeah, dehydrated banana. Dehydrated s- uh, chips. Mm-hmm. And it, I just, I think rum and banana are the perfect couple in a beverage. And the simple was. It just played into the brown sugar and, and molasses flavors that you get out of rum. And I, I don't know that I got the pear liqueur so much highlighted, but there was a nuttiness from the black walnut bitters as well. And I just think, mmm, it was a, a sweeter old fashioned. And you can get it smoked for $2 more. <coughs> Any other. Any of, any of the old fashions. offer you that option. Yeah. And so I got mine smoked, and it just added an extra layer that was in contrast to the sweeter elements of the drink. Very, Very nice. nice. I would get it again. And you? I started with one called French Man's Jam, and this one is a little bit different. This It's under the old fashions menu and they have a dedicated old-fashioned menu Mm -hmm. this one is casamigos reposado mezcal ginger cinnamon vanilla simple Mm. chocolate and black walnut bitters wow so this one 
has the smokiness of the mezcal. You get a little bit of the the bite from the ginger. You get the the warmth of the cinnamon. You get the smoothness of the vanilla, and you get a little bit of the of the bittersweet from the chocolate and black walnut bitters. Mm. It, it is just fantastic, and I'm a big fan of mezcal. Yes, so. You like that smoky. I, I do, and flavor. you don't have to get this one smoked because the the smokiness of the mezcal is built in, it's in a good into tip. the liqueur or yeah. the liquor. So, and you don't have to have it's not too much smoke. No, you could certainly overdo it, uh-huh. and and this one strikes a wonderful balance. As hey, is yeah. um, the drink clocks in at twelve dollars. It's worth every penny. I would say. I would agree. Get this one. It's, it's a good one from the menu. Mm-hmm. Mine mine was fourteen. I didn't say that before, but I, it, and it's not one that you're just going to slam. None of these are. No, no. These are not, uh, these are sippers. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And I think it's nice to enjoy that with such a hearty meal yes. and a filling meal. I went in a different direction beyond the old fashioned menu to their signature cocktails. I mean, they have some pretty, clever names for some of their cocktails there's the duck around and find out there's the fat bottom girl the sun's sun's out burnout sun's out buns out oh oh sorry yes (laughs) sun's out buns out sorry (laughs) i mean i'll have what she's having is that like a when harry met sally reference i'm sure skipping dessert the ancho baby and the green goddess, and I had the Ancho Baby, which has the Altos Reposado, Ancho Chili, Aperol, Lime Agave, Angostura Bitters, Tahine, and Black Salt on the rim. And it was for $13. I, it had sweetness it had spice it had a little bit of acid from the lime and the the rim the the salt on the rim was just the 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 perfect accent to the drink it was a a little bit of spice and margarita flavors and i just so it was an upscale margarita yeah, I was going to say this is really just kind of an elevated margarita. Yeah. It sounds like with a little bit of spicy kick. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. I really liked it. It had a beautiful color to it, that kind of pinkish color. And it was garnished with dehydrated citrus. And I, it was, again... A sipper because I think you want a little bit of that tahine, which is like a lime salt. Chili lime. Chili yeah. lime. And you want a little bit of that to accent some of the sweetness from the agave in the drink. And it's and a little bit of the spice from the ancho uh, chili. I really, really like this drink. I don't know which one I like better, though. Their old-fashioned game is pretty strong. It is. But I think it just depends, and I'm glad to see that regardless of the spirit used, 
there is creativity and variety on this menu. So you could find anybody around the table wanting an elevated cocktail would find one on this menu. Oh, 100%. And, and they are very different. Even if you stick with the signature cocktails, you don't venture into the old fashions or vice versa. They've got some really different flavor profiles. The dogs agree. You can hear oh, yeah. in the background. Totally. Um, my totally. second drink, I stayed on the old fashioned menu, but I went a completely different direction. Uh-huh. Um, I also chose another one though, that did not require it to be smoked because it has its own smoky quality. And this one's called King of Lemurs. And a lemur being a, a, a type of monkey, for lack of a better term, uh, <laughs> is no. it's called that because the base spirit is monkey shoulder scotch. This is a pretty approachable scotch for a lot of first time or people getting into scotch. Mm. And this was a great choice. They also use Madagascar vanilla liqueur Mm. and lemurs are in madagascar and chocolate bitters so you basically have a smoked um banana and this was garnished with with banana because you know monkeys eating bananas so you you get this smoky chocolate vanilla banana kind of thing going on Mm. and the scotch is mellowed out by the other, by the vanilla liqueur and you get a little bit of the bittersweet or from the chocolate bitters. You get that, the kind of the tannins and the, the, the depth from the Mm. chocolate bitters. It's just a really nice combination of flavors. Who would have thunk to, to make a old fashioned with scotch and these flavor combinations that drink, Clocked in at twelve dollars. Mm. Again, worth every penny. Oh. I cannot recommend that that drink highly enough. Um, Their entire menu looks amazing. Yeah, it really does. It's it's a great opportunity if you get some friends. Everybody gets a different cocktail. You can kind of pass and you know share and and mm-hmm. the f- food options are just so varied. Oh. Whether you're doing brunch like we did or you're doing off their regular menu, I can tell you I've had lunch there several times. They have one of the best. Uh, fried grouper sandwiches in Southwest Florida. Big fan. And you're big, a native Floridian, so that's high praise. It is. We cannot recommend 1025 enough mm-hmm. either location, either in Cape Coral or downtown Fort Myers. We Yum. will have a link in the show notes. Yes. Check them out on your next trip down here to Southwest Florida. Ooh. And stay tuned next week for more accomplishing, exploring, and indulging on the show. That's it. We are going to ask you, though, before you go, join us virtually or even better in person at the Donna Marathon Weekend, February 2nd through the 4th, 2024. Go to runsignup.com slash runcationnation 2024. That's runsignup.com slash runcationnation 2024 to donate or register and join the Runcation Nation team. Use our discount code RCNation5 to get a discount and get your registration done. Yeah. There's still time. And find out all about Donna Marathon Weekend, including some fantastic new host hotels this year, at breastcancermarathon.com. And a little bit about the town. We've heard a lot about it in October from our fellow ambassadors, but there's even more at visitjacksonville.com. Nice little resource there. Yeah. And Jacksonville's such a big city. It's nice to have something like that. 
But uh, that's going to do it for this week, folks. Yes. Thank you for joining us in 2023 on your long run, your commute to work around the house or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish. Explore and indulge with you really soon.